everybody, and welcome to another podcast. It's the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's a real shit show, people. And it's episode 28. Uh, so glad you could be here. Um, as always, my co-host, uh, Mr. Turchy McTurch, Thank is uh, is here in the studio. Thank you so much, Kieran. Uh, I would just like to say uh, sorry to all the wankers out there who got their uh, We Only Do One Take podcast on the Tuesday, I believe. And it's funny, I was re-listening to it today. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I think Jess said, whenever this podcast comes out, uh, <laughs> I think I think you said it as well at one yeah. point. And uh, I just thought I'd bring that up to the for all the fans out there. Yes, Kieran was editing this episode, and he did bring all, it up late. All all I'm saying is um, <laughs> that people which, should be grateful. Which is kind of ironic. Grateful. <laughs> because the whole episode's about how much on time he is recently <laughs> and how much he bagged someone else for not being on time. And it was actually uh, a nice um Maybe it was intended. Maybe it was intended. (laughs) But I think people should be grateful that they got our content. Um, And look, as the CEO, I have seen no complaints come my way. There have been literally zero that have fallen on my desk. That uh, is not what I've heard. (laughs) I have yet to see them. Now, it may be because I don't open the email account. That would be... It may be because I don't go onto the Facebook page. That would be... uh, Or or the Instagram (laughs) page. Actually, it- you know what? The Instagram page is probably the one where we have the least resistance. Oh, fantastic. Which is always the best. So, <laughs> I would recommend looking at that one. Actually, uh, I do see our, our stuff pop up on Instagram because, surprisingly, yep. I'm on Instagram. Yeah. That's good. So, that's good. There you go. And that's all me. And I go, <laughs> and I go. oh, geez, that's a hilarious... Uh, oh, that's us. That's us. <laughs> I can't use this one now for, for, uh, for the show. So, yeah, uh, yeah. but so, I have been working hard on that, so please people get onto that one there. It's always a little bit of fun for me anyway. But uh but a big week. Big, big week. Yes. Big week. Uh, uh the meeting finally happened. The meeting that we've all been waiting for. Yep. It finally happened. Yep. Uh Kim Jong un. Ugh. We'll be talking about that <laughs> soon enough, buddy boy. And Mr. Trump met what and a, what a great how many memes have come out of this one <laughs> have you seen the one where trump's basically said oh me and my little buddy over there and they zoom in on kim Jong. it looks like the uh, uh like a scene from the office the show the office yeah mate uh, i've just been enjoying this far too much i've called it when kim jong-un goes to the white house mm. they are going to get plastered oh yeah absolutely plastered oh yeah it, it you know, at this point here, I, I was talking to a few other people about it, and they said all the King Jong Un wants to do is a legacy, mm-hmm. and he thinks by signing this and disarming some of the nuclear weapons and that, he can finally get his country in McDonald's, and that's all he's really caring about at this point in time. Well, that's fair enough. I would, uh, you know what? Those chicken nuggets—they're mm-hmm. <laughs> to die for. Yeah, they, they, especially with the Big Mac sauce. Yeah, you're the into big, the Big Mac sauce. The Big Mac sauce and chicken nuggets—they are just delicious. I agree. I agree. But Kieran, uh, yeah, yes. l- last week we had <laughs> a many a rant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was just a rant central last week. It was week. good. I know I really enjoyed it. I think some of the fans came back and sent some stuff to me when they did, finally did get to listen to the episode and said that I quite enjoyed <laughs> um, the number of rants. So maybe we'll have to bring in a few. Maybe we'll bring in a rant each coming up. Maybe maybe that's something we can talk about for 
or the upcoming episodes. But this week, um, yes. I have I have the rant, which is which is. <sighs> so, so, you know, sometimes I bring in rants, mm-hmm. right? And they're about pe- they're about people that are close to me, and I rant it out, thinking that they'll listen to the episode and stop the behaviour that I'm ranting about. Okay, you know. <laughs> now I know your your mama doesn't listen to it. Yes, I know. I so, know. It's very sad. Yeah. <laughs> very sad. But this is the thing. I know. I'm pretty sure that none of the people I'm about to rant about listen to the show. But I need to get it out, and I want to see how many other men and women out there agree with the rant I'm about to do. Okay. It's always interesting to see how the people react. Like, you know, when people do listen to the show and they go, you know, I know exactly how you feel about, you know, like piss triplets was a great one Mm -hmm. because I've never had so many blokes come up to me and talk about piss in their pants (laughs) more than that episode when I talked about it, you know, or yeah. We we talk about genuine things (laughs) in the show. Or like someone, I had a a mate at work, he finally listened to the podcast and it was an early one and we talked about burgers that were too tall. Oh, in fact, I had a burger last night. Too tall? It was too tall. Yeah, see? And you know what? He came up to me and he's like, I, I know exactly that feeling. You don't want to make a mess because you're with your partner. It was. And it's, it's, it's fucked up. It's it, fucked up. It was a great, I'm going to say it's in Delicious the burger, I'm sure. Top five burgers I've had in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Top five. Um, which was surprising from the, I won't name the place where I had it from. Yeah. But it, would, it was from a, you know, surprising venue. But, um... It was, well, I went to eat it and then it sort of like fell, fell out apart. and spilled yeah. and then it was just, oh. But anyway, we're yeah. not here to talk about burgers that are too tall. I'm here to talk about um, something that's happened to me recently. And I'll, I'll, give me, give me a chance. You're pregnant. Give me a chance, Kieran. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do have to build this up a little bit and I want you to understand and everyone to understand this thing. So I used to play indoor soccer. Okay. Yeah. And... One year, I just said to the guys, you know what, we're doing pretty well. We're sort of like in the top top four of the league. We, you know, we used to keep stats of who played, who scored the most goals. And Was this when I played indoor soccer with you? No, this is after that. This is after that. Okay, because I don't think I kicked a goal <laughs> when I was in your team. No, no, this is, this is the team I used to play in. And it was a really close group, you know, close-knit group of mates, and it was really great. And I said, hey, but how about we, we all suit up, all the guys suit up. Mm-hmm. We go to some fancy cocktail bar. Yeah. And we have some awards that we just quickly vote on, like awards in brackets, you know, quotation marks. Quotation marks, not, yes. Like, not in three brackets. Apparently that means due. Oh, okay. There you go. But, you know, quotation marks Quota- like awards. So you mean like best person who yeah. was the seat warmer? Yeah, yeah, and- yeah, yeah. Like some like, you know, some real ones, like, you know, best player of the season, we all vote, mm. you know, gold, golden boot. But then like, you know, uh, most valuable uh, guy that knocked the most people over. Yeah. Or, you know... Uh, most own goals. You know? like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some fun stuff. Yeah, some good stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, And I thought, you know what? We'll go to a cocktail bar in the city. All the blokes will dress up. If they want to bring their partners, the partners can dress up too. But it's about the guys who played soccer, drinking, and a very quick awards thing. And the rest is just drinking and cigars and dancing badly and ending up at the strippers. Yeah, okay. Like, a, like Now, a proper, I just need to, pa- need to pause you there for a second. Yeah. How many cigars have you smoked in your life? Oh, so I'm not a cigar smoker, but I wanted to have people to have the option. Okay. The very first cigar I had was a $100 cigar, right? And you can't go backwards. Now, <laughs> me at 19, when I had this, did 
you know, didn't know the value of cigars or the importance of cigars. But I enjoyed that moment yeah. of having this cigar. Yeah. Right? The second cigar I had was a $50 cigar. Now, I'm not buying these cigars. No. This was thanks to a rich relative of mine, right? Uh, and, it was, and and that was still very nice. Mm. Then, fast forward a few years, I'm out with mates and we're like, oh, we're going to have cigars. And they were $5 cigars. You can tell the difference. Oh, they were terrible. <laughs> Down from the Johnny Blue to the Johnny Black to the Johnny Red. <laughs> it was just, oh. Uh, so, but anyway, so that was the first event night. And it was great. All the blokes had a good time. Like, you know, by the end of the night, I had a tie around my head. We were at the strippers. We we're having a good time. The second one was also pretty good. Like, I didn't I didn't organize the next one. The next one was organized by a mate of mine. But it was a similar sort of thing. We went up to the casino. And we went up to one of the bars up there. We really enjoyed the night. Some crappier little wards. We took some terror, some fun photos. With You know, the, the girls got dressed up again. We we're all in suits. And we went down to the casino. And I lose 50 bucks. So that's all, you know, that's the fun of it. Mm-hmm. A third event, we're at another venue. Okay. And this is where things start to go south. Right, okay. The venue itself... That means bad. Yeah. 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 The venue itself who, was... Who, who was organising this well, one? Well, not me. I okay. only organised the first one. So this is the same So person. you set the bar? I set the bar. Did you set the bar very high? I think I think I did. Okay. I like to think that, you know, look, everyone had a good time. That's what, for me, everyone was uh, had a good time. They were drunk, had some cigars, and we saw some tits at the end of the night. Like, really, that's... That's all I need in yeah, a night. Yeah, you know? I, I hear. This one here, we were at a venue that was a, 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 a converted cinema. Mm-hmm. So it was a cinema. I still had the cinema seats and stuff like that. Yeah. But there was also a bar and there was also, there was also, you know, when did that for later? <laughs> <laughs> there was also a bar and, you know, stuff like that. And we we all chipped in. We chipped in like 30 bucks or something for finger food for, every, for everyone for the night. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just bar, uh, some drinks. They set up for the, the the set of the screen. Instead of having a movie on, they had Mario Kart. Okay. So for, a bit of fun, like you know. But if I'm going to be mingling, doing all that sort of thing, I don't want to play Mario Kart too much. It's a good game. I think they're drinking. See, I do enjoy Mario Kart. Me too. Rainbow Road. <laughs> um, because that's like the only one that I know where the cheat is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Always fell up, but Rainbow Road. So yeah, okay, I hear yeah, sixty four. Yeah. yeah. But all night, all the blokes and the ladies did was play Mario Kart. Mm, and okay. my partner and I were the only ones really drinking. And then my mate, who put together the event, we went from that venue to the casino, which was down the road. And he like me and him were walking down to the casino while the girls get driven there and stuff. And he's like to me, mate, I can't believe it. I put, he and he put $500 of his own cash behind the bar for everyone to enjoy. Oh, what a good I'm person. I'm like, what a bloody legend. He goes, do you know how much we spent? Can I take a stab? You can take a stab. I, I want to take a stab here. Yeah, please, please. Uh, under 200 It was Yeah, it was $250. Okay. Which is pretty close. But $100 of that yeah. was maxi bonds. Right, okay. Because everyone, me and Jess and, and my mate were drinking. The rest maybe had one beer. The rest decided at the end of the night saw the because the, it was a converted cinema saw the fridge full of ice creams. Yeah. Decided to take it. Everyone was having an ice cream except for myself. Okay. And they didn't even drink the whole night. Right. So he Just actually point- got money back on a bar tab, which is like never occurs. So can you tell the type of people that like this is what's happening? It's sort of diverging into this massive 
it's not fun anymore. Like the whole thing of a drink up with the boys about the soccer team mm. is to have a drink up with the boys. Well, you church, I, I hate team. to I hate to inform you, right? You are getting older. That's true. Right? I could still and as you get older, the fun events they seem to, you know. Excuse me, Jess's birthday was fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Beside that, right? You know, these these events become more tame. They all right. So okay. <coughs> This lovely. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just dying here, people. The next <laughs> next event I couldn't make, but okay. it was a all the event was now. So n- n- now, now now this is now, the fourth year. This so is now the fourth the fourth, fourth year, year. They're at a knitting club. You know what? Knitting now at this sweaters. point at this point here. There's no, no even, offense to those that do no, knitting. No. At this point here, the fourth event. There's not even a soccer team. The soccer team has ended. Oh, okay. But they're still calling it the soccer event night. I'm like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. What, what, what would you think? What could be the next, apart from the knitting convention? What do you think could be the next logical progression into boredom? What would it be? Um, it would be politics. Pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad. We just started the show with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. I, I actually think. Uh, so if it's not a knitting convention. Then it's at, at someone's house. No, no we're no, still, actually, still going out. Still someone's going, house is no, still okay. Still, still going, going out. out. Uh, the movies. Well, this one here was a sit-down, three-course meal. Okay. Eighty dollars a head. Yeah. No drinks afterwards. Oh. Just suit up. Yeah. Get your partner to put on a fancy dress that she takes too long in the dressing room to get changed into. Yeah. Go into the city. I told you, you're getting older. These events are getting boring. And I'm just like, what? This is not a sports. Are you up to year five yet? Well, year five. Is this year? Is this year here? And all what right. is this year here? Now, first of all, usually the boy, like, my mate puts up a thing, goes, yep, on Facebook, yep, we're going to do this event. Boys, let me know if you can make it. This year, he put up the thing, goes, let me know if you can make it. The only people that responded were the girls. Oh, so it's going to be a girl event. Well, this is the thing. One, some of those girls never played soccer because they did play. We well, did have a mixed team for a bit. But some of them didn't play soccer. And two, if only the girls are responding or doing anything like that, how is this even a boys' night out to get drunk, to smoke cigars, and go to see the strippers? This is completely wrong. <laughs> They've ruined this great time. This great. Man event! They've pussified the fuck out of it! And I'm very angry. (laughs) Turch, you didn't take control. You did not take control and and you organised the first event, but you didn't organise the second, third and fourth. So it's really on you. You know what? I've said, you know what? I'm going to leave that to them and I'm going to organise fun events for our group of mates. And this is why Jess's birthday went off, apart from the fantastic text messages that I got during the (laughs) night. Went off without a hitch, <laughs> apart from someone being late. <laughs> Kieran, told, Kieran told me to say that. Um, apart from that, it was fantastic. And everyone got drunk. Everyone ate lots of food. Everyone had lots of fun. That's what it's meant to be about. It's not meant to be, especially for a sports team. Like with, I've never seen a sports team like, you know. I'm not going to tell you what our basketball team does for oh, a breakup. What does your basketball <laughs> do for a breakup? Oh, about once a season. Yep. 
We go to the pub. Yep. See. And have palmers. See? How? That, but that's easy. But that's like, you know, yep, casual. No one wants to travel because it's generally we don't make finals. So we just make it the next yeah. Monday, Monday night. Yeah, perfect. And we go to the pub yeah, and but drink. Th- but, that, and- but that right there, what, what does that cost you? Like 40 bucks. You have a couple of beers. It's casual. $80 for a sit-down meal in, in a suit. That's not even a team anymore. I don't even know what I'm celebrating. If they just want to get have a get-together... Fucking have a get together. If you want to dress up and be fancy and the girls want to put on all that makeup, the girls can go over there and I will take the the fun people to the strippers. <laughs> well, I am going to join your soccer team. I think that we need to start a soccer team just so we can have a soccer event site where we just drink sh- as much as we can and go to the strippers. The, we only do one take podcast soccer team. You know what? We don't even need a soccer team. We've okay. got... Uh, whole bunch of listeners out there. Mm. We should just organize events. Mm-hmm. All the listeners can get together and, and, and have a whole bunch of fun. Yep. And we just get real shit-faced drunk. And Sounds that, brilliant. And that's it. Sounds that's brilliant. That's it. And we can watch the World Cup if we have to. That's also coming up. The world, Yes, the World Cup is coming up. So, so all I'm going to say is if... Do you know... That's what really shits me. That's what's been shitting me all week. It's been shitting me like all the last week and... And I'm just going to say that the pussification of manly events that should be man events that are fun and, you know, big and obnoxious and stupid. That's what I've been missing. Uh, although, if those boys do listen to this podcast, fuck yous all. Aww. Make it a real event. Aww. And otherwise, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to be taking Kieran to the strippers. Me and him, we're going to go. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm in. Our new soccer team. <laughs> Winners. <laughs> now, when you go to the strippers, yep. at some point you might need to go to the toilet. Absolutely. Right? And they just let you in. You just walk in, right? Yes. Now, you, you with me on that? Yep. Okay. Well, um, some customers from McDonald's are outraged by the new toilet policy, which is causing them to wet themselves. Well, I actually heard about this. Okay. I think there's a very much a new policy. But what is, for the people listening, the lovely wankers out there, What what is the new policy? Well, in order to use the bathroom at the fast food restaurant in Maroochydore, Queensland, customers claim they have to first place their order and then use the code on the bottom of the receipt to get access to a toilet, a system in place at multiple McDonald restaurants in the UK. Numerous people have taken to social media to criticise the policy and claim the amount of extra time it takes to go to the bathroom has already caused one accident and other near misses. Marichidor local Kim McDonald. Oh, fuck. Her last name is McDonald. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> Shared a picture of the sign informing customers of the location's policy. Um, yes, people are not... Han- oh, oh. oh. By the way, her grandmother has to use a walker to get around and said that meant it took them about five minutes to walk from a car park to the toilets only to realise they had to walk back in order to get in. <sighs> Bloody oath, I, McDonald's. I'm act- I, and I don't know what your feelings on this are. I'm actually in support of this. Oh, I don't use McDonald's toilets, yeah, so but, I, but I, I don't why, care. But why don't you use McDonald's toilets? Because they're so dirty and disgusting all the time. Yes. Yeah. I remember going to the CBD once, and uh, before a work thing, I thought, oh, I'm going to treat myself. Macca's breakfast. Macca's breakfast 
is fantastic. And, this, and the hot cakes. And the hot... Oh. Oh. No, I'm all about the Mighty McMuffin, which has got a sausage patty, a bacon in it, and uh, an egg in it. It is fantastic. Highly recommended. Mm-hmm. And a hash brown. I don't... <laughs> Gotta have a hash brown. Gotta have a hash brown. That's right. And, and a pretty good coffee. But I ordered... A Did st- you just say pretty good coffee? Yeah. No. In the no. morning, you know what? Not if you don't go to the drive-thru and you sit down with a cup, it's actually not bad. No. That's what makes the difference. No. But disagree with you there. No, nah, that's fair enough. I know you, your feelings on McDonald's coffee, but I saw a homeless guy walk in, right into the shop, and he was trying to go to the toilet. Mm. Now the CBD one, you actually do have to order. Oh really? And you have to discuss it with the front. Oh. And you, so get- you have to discuss your. Well, you just go, hey, can I, can I have the key to the toilet? Mm-hmm. And the guy walks in and goes, hey, can I use the toilet? They're like, no, no, because last time you shat everywhere on the sink <laughs> and on the floor. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there laughing. I'm like, so this is exactly why I think, yeah, you should have to have to order something to use the bathroom because that already streams for people that are going to do... Look, it's always going to be crazy people. It's always going to be people that do insane stuff. But if you can stop a good percentage of them by putting in this small ah, rule... Church, you're thinking about it all wrong. The 14-year-old working at McDonald's needs to learn life skills. <laughs> needs to learn life skills and needs to work their way up the chain of command. I, apart from... Plenty of other people had to clean up people's shit in McDonald's. I, I, see, I, I didn't work at McDonald's. I, never did I. But I think, the tradi- <laughs> I think the tradition should continue. Yeah, well, but that's the thing. I, this is where I totally agree with this rule. I think... Look, I can see there's negatives and I think like, ooh, the negatives of like, you know, an older lady has to come in and, and use the bathroom and then she you know, takes the extra time. This Do you know but how many retired people go to McDonald's in the morning to get their coffee? I would say a lot. And uh, a coffee is a laxative. So. And, <laughs> and they are now denying them quick access to the toilet. But they're not denying them they access. Need, they need to get oh, their glasses. But wait, they need to look at the numbers. They have they, to pin it into the door. But if they still, this is but, just but a the barrier. That, but they, all they're saying is... This is a national you outcry. Ca- you can't use our facilities unless you purchase something. Which is a pretty normal thing. Like a pub, you can't just walk in and use their bathroom. I have. Well, I'm sure everyone yeah, but, has. But you've but got to you've got to make it like you're supposed to be there. Yeah. You can't yeah. just go straight in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've right. got to you've got to you've got to have a bit of sass. I understand that, but what I'm, but they're just saving themselves a lot of grief, a lot of time. And you know what? And that's probably going to make it better for the patrons who actually do pay. Best for- toilet in Melbourne. Yeah. Right, free. The Sofitel in Melbourne on Collins Street up near Parliament. There right? you go, people. Yep. I think it's level 42 or 43. I can't remember. Well, you George Costanza <laughs> over here. <laughs> right. He knows all the bathrooms. Right. I feel like you walk Jerry in, there. in this situation. You walk in there. And now you can get up to that level because it's where where, where a restaurant is. Ah. It's a very nice restaurant as well. But the toilet, yeah. you walk in and you've just got beautiful views of yeah. the Melbourne city. <laughs> like it is, it is just beautiful there up there. So go. it's nice taking a piss with a view. Out, out of Melbourne City. So, that is the Sofitel, Melbourne Hotel. I can't remember if it's 42 or 43, but you can get access. So, I recommend I recommend that one. Yeah. I have used that on a number of occasions. There you go. I was just going to say, girls will never experience peeing and enjoying a view. I never thought about it until you just said 
Like, I'll have to take you there one day, Turt. I'm, look, I'm actually excited because, I, like, you know, when you're peeing, like, obviously you don't want to look left and right to look at another man's junk. You just want to look straight ahead. But if you've got something to look straight ahead, that's a nice view. That's... Especially in the nighttime, Melbourne City at nighttime is always always lovely. It's be- it is it is beautiful. Maybe just we'll just go beautiful. to dinner. Maybe we'll just go to dinner there as well. Why not? We're up. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna enjoy. Oh, oh hang on, hang on. That's that's the fourth time we go out. The fourth year because we'll be in suits having it. It's a three course meal, which probably now costs two hundred dollars at oh, the place. Jeez, right? Um, I will never do that to you, Kim. Like I don't mind. Taking you to a place where it's like, a, you know, with Jess's birthday, we went I'm out. I'm talking like, how fancy it is. I'm talking that when you come back, yep. they have folded your your napkin. It's back an onto ornate t- sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, very, that's too far. That's just... It's very special. You know, I wipe my mouth with that <laughs> at the end of the day. Give me more. Give me more of this. More ribs. And you're just wiping yourself like on your shirt. But yeah, no good. Yep. And, and I'm a man who will not use a public restroom. If I'm in the city, yeah, especially during the daytime, because I know that there's offices that I can just walk into. Well, well, there's lots of, I guess if there's a I lot mean, of, there's a lot of homeless people. There's a lot of classy places that are just you could just walk in that you could walk into. Yeah, as long as you don't look like a bum. But I think that's the thing, you know. If I was going to say a homeless person walking into a fancy place, probably not going to wait. If you're a guy in a suit that needs to go go to the bathroom, I'm pretty sure most, pl- you know. Was it like that trick where you just carry in a notepad or a, a clipboard and a pen around an office and you can just keep walking around all day because people think you're, you're actually working? You know, that's it's a real I, thing. I don't carry a notepad, but I carry a bit of paper and a pen. Yeah, or, or like hold your laptop open or something like that, like something important. Or look at your iPad or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not your phone. Your phone, people are going to chat to you. Yeah, but I no, no, I do the, I do the whole, I get the coffee. Yes. Right, and then you you see so many people in the kitchen, oh. and then it's about an hour and a half to two hours, and then you eventually make it back to your desk, and then time for another coffee. Then you're just like, oh, I can't be bothered here, but I'll make sure my jacket's on my yeah. on my um on my chair, and my I'll just turn my screen back on, yeah, and just put some papers around, and then I, I bugger off again. Ah, oh, Kieran, I'm amazed that anything gets done <laughs> in your office. It's bloody print. Then you got to go. Then you got to go down to the cafe and. And you gotta have you gotta have some informed but by then it's like eleven thirty. Yeah. Right. And not that I work in the government system, but I've yep. got friends that work in the government. Mm. So it's lunch between eleven to one. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Give or take. Give or, yeah. And then, then you get the afternoon and you're buggered from the day. Yeah. Right. Well you know what you can You do- might send an email or two and then it's home time. Well, you know what you can do after work? If if you're busy, if you're not too tired from the busy day that you've had, <laughs> you can now go see the uh the new Harry Potter stage production. Have you heard about... This? Is that in Melbourne? It's, it will be coming to Melbourne eventually. Okay. But right now, it uh, just had its had its release on, on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, the lady who's playing Hermione, which is the female... Yes. Lady, ...has said that Trump, Donald Trump, mm. is not welcome to the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh. Play. So, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is currently Broadway's hottest ticket. One person who won't be lucky enough to score a ticket is President Donald Trump. No, says Noma Demezweni. I hope that I pronounced that right. She plays Hermione. When she when asked if Trump should see the new show, she says, anybody else, yes, but not Trump. Can you imagine the nerve of this person? Like, Trump cares. <laughs> 
the new Harry Potter musical is out. I've got to go. Because he's not busy doing a whole bunch of other things at the moment. Do you know what? Now that she said no, he's going to rock up and, t- and see it. Oh, yeah. Out of spite. Yeah, absolutely. I would do that too. Uh, the only reason we do anything is spite around here. It's one of those things. But yeah, so re- that's what came out recently. And obviously we were talking at the start of the show that, yes, the man, the madman has done it. The, the yes. Trump and the little rocket man have made it, have signed a deal. That nuke, uh, the North Korea will be disarming some of their, nu- at least some of their nuclear weapons in the future. No official plan, no official contract has been set, but a deal, an agreement has been reached. It has been signed by both parties. It is very exciting. I don't think Trump really cares about the Harry Potter musical. He's sort of busy winning or being proposed to win a Nobel Peace Prize, which is something that also happened today. Which so is very so this, is a, this is the really interesting thing, right? Ever since the Winter Olympic Games, yeah. America and North Korea have actually been meeting. Yeah. The diplomats have yes. been meeting one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything was organised before that meeting. Yeah. Like, like they knew exactly what they were signing. They just needed the two leaders to get together yeah. for the photos. And the fact that the, the, they met up and the way that it went down is one of the most spectacular like it's so well, it's so well orchestrated. It was perfect, but it's all these diplomats that have organised yeah. it. Oh, of course, but but you know what? The fact that these two you know, heads of the area, heads mm. of the state, have met, but not only met, but met on neutral ground in Singapore. Like for me, that's just mind. Like if you would have said that, I don't know, ten years ago, um, Dennis Rodman. The professional basketball player would help North Korea and uh, Donald Trump meet to sign a piece of paper that said they were going to disarm nuclear weapons. People would have called you absolutely insane, <laughs> you know. Or like Kim Kardashian helped release uh, a black woman from prison with the help of President Trump. Like even five, even like last year, two years ago, that would have been the most insane thing to. To talk about, but I want to keep going on this whole Trump thing Alrighty. because my favorite person in the whole whole thing of this has been Dennis Rodman. Now Dennis Rodman is a professional basketball or ex-professional basketball player. It's actually quite a good player. I didn't realize how good he was until I looked at some of his stats. But he has actually taken credit for this whole meeting. Because he's been one of the big diplomatic... Because he's gone over to South North Korea heaps of times. He's played there and done things. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's like, and he's Kim, Jong, one of, Kim Jong-il actually loves basketball. And Dennis Rodman has been a part of like bringing the Harlem Globetrotters over there for a visit. Like He's gone over there a whole bunch of times. He's like mate to them. So he's actually taking credit for most of this. And um, I don't know. Did you see the picture of him on his interview with CNN? No, no, I didn't. Okay, uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to give you a picture of him. Now, this is a, a picture that I took a screenshot of from a CNN meeting. Tell me, describe to me the picture of Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really want to look up a website right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll talk about that. <laughs> He's wearing a Make America Great Again. Oh, he damn right he, damn right he is. Red cap. Uh, he's got his sunnies on. 
he's got an earring in his a left couple, ear. A couple of piercings. A couple of piercings. That's it. Uh, he's wearing a black T-shirt. <laughs> a black T-shirt. And on it, it says, Pot Coin... <laughs> Potcoin.com. What is Potcoin.com? So, what is Potcoin.com? <laughs> this is a cryptocurrency he is investing in that is based on the amount of marijuana grown. That <laughs> is Singapore-based, I, I believe, something like that. So, this is a cryptocurrency based on marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's investing in it. He's investing in it, yes. Oh, yeah. So, okay. not only has he helped bring peace between uh, America and North Korea, he's also investing in a place... In a cryptocurrency, my 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 apologies, my cryptocurrency that uh, is based on marijuana. So yes, um, all I'm gonna say is that he, this is the best timeline. Like I can't, you know, when they say like you know people are like oh George Bush was mm. a terrible president, but he was so good because he he made he got there were so many jokes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, people say Obama was a pretty good president. I, I don't agree with that. And then Clinton was a, 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 t- a pretty good president, but, you know, he just, you know, molested a whole bunch of women. I believe that's true because it's come out, thanks WikiLeaks. But obviously, you know, he had sex in the Oval Office, which I think is fucking hilarious. Good on him, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, why not? Yeah, of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I'm going to say, apart, like, I lo- I've always liked Trump because I think he's one of the funniest people on earth. Like unintentionally and intentionally, I think he's one of the funniest people on earth. But the fact that he's doing stuff like this because of stupid things like Dennis Rodman, I I I can't even describe how funny this whole situation is. It it's like what are you going to tell your children in, in like you know in like thirty years? It's like oh, what happened with that whole North Korea thing? Well. <laughs> <laughs> An ex-basketballer wearing a, a mega hat and a potcoin t-shirt, which is a com- cryptocurrency that he's invented with, that based on marijuana, helped the president of North Korea meet up with Donald Trump, who was a billionaire mogul who decided to run for president and won. <laughs> I still can't get by o- memes. <laughs> I still can't get over. I I know Trump's been elected, right? Yeah. I honestly thought yeah. I honestly thought Hillary was going to win. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of people did. Like I just thought, no, it's going to be Hillary, right? Um, and you know she won the most popular vote, right? Yeah. So in a way, in a way that, that those figures in a way were correct, but not yeah. not counting the electoral colleges, right? And but I still go, did he just wake up one morning and go, fuck it, I'm going to be president? Uh, that's exactly how I think. I just think he went. Yep, it's time to be president. I, I think there's a speech where Obama's actually because Trump at one stage was a birther, like didn't believe that Obama was actually born in America. Yeah, and there was a uh, a conference where on oh, a conference like a a meeting where Obama was speaking and he, and Trump was in the audience and actually gave some shit to to Trump about that. And if you ever watch that footage, you can just see Trump sit there with that pout he has. I can, ne- like, in hindsight, you can see it looking in, in his face going, I'm going to be president just to show this motherfucker that I'm going to be president. It's it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to wake up today. Oh, I'm going to quit my job. Yeah. I'm going to quit my job. And, and I'm, uh, next and, level up. <laughs> and in a year's time, I'm going to start a colony on Mars. And it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the most insane thing. This this, this whole whole bunch of events that have occurred 
are the most is the most insane thing to happen uh, within politics, apart from Berlusconi. If it's taught you anything, you don't have to be qualified for the highest job in the office. Uh, yeah, I'm working on that. <laughs> Kieran, speaking of being unqualified, what do you got over there? <laughs> Walked right into that one, buddy. <laughs> I think we've talked about this again, but there's another news article yeah. which is confirming uh, confirming this. Um, we, we talked about uh, North Korea and Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Uh, well, Kim Jong-un was caught bringing his own toilet to Singapore. Oh, we did talk about this, I believe. Yeah. Well, he did it. Um, he he did somewhere else as well. He did it somewhere else. Yeah, and and that's what I was trying to think. Where did he do it? I can't remember now. The last place he went to was it was it was a visit to China. It might must have been China. Um, so yeah, so we've got we've got him on the China thing. Well, he apparently brought he sorry apparently isn't taking any chances for his trip to Singapore with his big meeting with Donald Trump. The South Korean newspaper claims that this week he brought his own personal toilet with him to Singapore as a way to deny determined sewer divers insights into the Supreme Leader's stools. Uh, In addition to that, he also brought a bulletproof limousine with him on the trip. What was surprising about Kim Jong-un, he didn't take his personal uh, aeroplane to fly to Singapore. Really? He He flew Air China. Right, that is very interesting. So, for a world leader, which I think is very interesting. Uh, to, to, well, to, he's, look, he's, he's, he, he flew Air China, not his personal aircraft. Well, look, I guess he's, uh, his rockets aren't that great. Maybe he doesn't trust his own planes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's one for one, you know what I mean? Like, if you can't get the he, rockets right. He didn't even fly the Pyongyang, Pyongyang um, airline. They have, their, they have their own airline. Yeah. Maybe he just... Tickets are probably just too expensive. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> and plus, their business class is not that great. You then can, that would be a big thing. You like, can actually... I've actually been fascinated for So, that last... means he didn't have his own toilet on the plane. Yeah. How did he survive? What, nappy? Maybe. I'm going to assume that... I'm going to put it here. I'm going to assume that he had a nappy on. Okay. I think that's a Why fair, not? fair I th- assumption. I think it's a fair... CEO, can we say that Kim Jong-un had a nappy on? <laughs> sure, we can say that. <laughs> oh, man. We, please don't bomb us. <laughs> Well, going on, going on that. This is another article I found about um, the whole situation. So, so uh, this is about social media and how they reacted to the, the the summit up in Singapore. As historic it may be, millions of Americans are very upset about one detail mm. about the meeting between Donald Trump and Kim Jong Un. Okay. Um, the U.S. So they shook hands. And walked off stage together, did all yep. that sort of stuff. But in the US, the handshake has not gone down well in one quarter. Specifically fans of the US version of The Bachelorette. Ooh, okay. What could the summit of a reality television show and a reality television show have in common, you may ask? Well, the US network ABC interrupted the rose ceremony to go live to Singapore for a date of another kind. <laughs> Wow, they so the, interrupted. So they, yeah. So this the, is on level with um, what's his name? The one, the, the car chase, and they interrupted the NBA finals. Um, you know, not Cosby, the other black one. Uh, o, uh OJ. O, OJ. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so all these, so all these, ba- these fans who were watching the Bachelorette went to Twitter and said stuff like, "Does the ABC think we care more about North Korea summit than we do about Becca finding love?" 
Kim Jong-il, would you accept the rose? Talk about a stressful one-on-one. Or, screw him, put the bachelorette back on. Can you believe, like, one of the most, histo- like, that's like saying, oh, we're not going to watch, you know, um, <laughs> we're not going to watch this giant thing because of this. Uh, to, to be honest, show. I didn't watch it. Um, but, but, but you know what, if you were watching a show and they said, hey, breaking news, this is really important. You'd be like, oh, I kind of understand. They're going to put my show back on. Yeah, but it's a big uh, thing. Look, you know, if someone was listening to our podcast and it was interrupted for breaking news, yeah. you've got I, mail. I, I would be very annoyed at them interrupting our breaking news unless I needed to well, know all that the breaking information. Breaking news is here anyway, <laughs> right now, right here. Um, you know, that's that's yeah. I, I I know people who watch The Bachelor, and it is a very important show well, for some. I um, I only watch the recaps on Punky, I, I which is hilarious. I don't. I don't watch it at all. I just get updates from Jess, and she just tells me, and the ladies from work, and then that's all I need to know. Well, talking about love, yeah, Char wins sexiest cow in Britain award. Oh, that's that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is an actual competition where people judge cows on their sexiness, and Char, a Jersey cow living in Goose Form Farm in the Coom Valley, Devon, is the winner, now holding the official title of the sexiest cow in Britain. Check that photo out. Uh, let me uh, let me just describe it here. Uh, the gentleman has a beard. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That It, it looks like... So this cow, it's, its hair's been done. It is... Uh, it looks ears. like it's wearing eyeliner. I was going to say, like, it's like... No, not eyeliner. Oh, a little bit eyeliner, but I'm talking like more... Oh, what the stuff the girls put above their eyes? Like, not blush. Eyebrows? No, like um, on the eyelids. I don't know what, did, what oh, it's called. Oh, extension eyelashes. No, 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 no. Just uh, white ac- uh, accent above her eyes. That's what it says here. It's a good looking cow, but I, I don't know. That's a really weird fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the competition was set up by a seed company, R-A-G-T Seeds, and that's as bad as much information as I have. That's all right. Oh, sorry, which aims to find the sexiest cow in Britain. Oh, judges were swamped with entries, but Char was a firm favourite. There were 40 shortlisted cows. That's amazing. From across the UK. That means that 40, at least 40, maximum of 40 people, I guess, because, you know, people can enter two cows. But let's just say 40 people decided that their cow was the hottest cow and entered it in this competition. I wonder if they're going to eat the cow. Might just be one a dairy one. They don't eat those ones. I don't think anyway. I don't know. Oh, Kieran. Yes. Uh, I know that you're. I think I think you said you're going to come over and watch the World Cup with me, the first game with Australia. Absolutely. Next this Saturday, so I thought I'd bring in some uh, World Cup news for yourself to get you ready. Okay. Get you ready. So I'll talk about the teams. It's being held in Russia. It is being held in Russia, and that's very important to this story. Okay. But we'll talk about the story first, and then we'll talk about some teams and stuff for our listeners. You know what's happening in Russia? The, the, I'm not kidding. Yeah. People are being trained to smile. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Oh, okay. So, the, yeah, so all these Russia, all these, um, the government has said to people, hey, for your industry, like, you know, for public transport and... and uh, Hospitality. Hospitality, all bunch of stuff, you have to smile because we don't smile enough and we want to be, we want to be, you know, 
looks like we're friendly, friendly. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. So the BBC uh, says the governing body for the for football and two Russian transport firms are teaching staff how to smile. And the World Cup actually starts this Thursday when we release the episode against Russia versus Saudi Arabia. Cool. Which is going to be a, a good game, actually. I'm, I'm actually going to back Saudi Arabia on this one. They're a bit of the underdogs. But yeah, because but, they're expecting about 1.5 million tourists to come and see the cup. And um, they're hoping to tackle the fact that Russians they, they, are uh, these they're people, stereotyped. They're these unfriendly. people have been being trained for months. Yeah. For months. Yeah, absolutely. To laugh and smile. Well, I, I've heard recently that they're even telling their women not to have sex with foreigners in case they get pregnant and they're left to be single mothers. Oh, really? That was a real thing I've seen recently. But like I said to you, Kieran, the first game of the World Cup is Russia versus Saudi Arabia. The host country always um, play the first game, which is going to be very interesting in 2026 when Canada, USA, and Mexico are all hosting the World Cup at the same time because the host country gets automatic qualification. Oh, what so, will happen in 2026 then? Well, I think that uh, FIFA are going to expand it from 32 teams up to 40 or 48. So by then it might even out, uh-huh. but I'm not quite sure. But very interesting. I'm not in favor of that at all. I think they should fight it out, but it's one of those things. Nonetheless, the first game is Russia versus Saudi Arabia, which is to, which is on the Thursday, uh, or 1 a.m. on Friday for Australia. Uh, but the first game, Australia is playing yes uh which we'll be watching together which would be lots of fun maybe we should do like a live stream or something like that we should record a podcast <laughs> while we do it but we'll have a chat about it after this uh but it is against france the kickoff is at eight o'clock and uh so we're in a group with france so i don't know do you know how the world cup works at all yeah they're in groups like a b c d yeah or so there's yeah. there's um there's, there's uh what's that one two three eight groups the top two so they all play each other once in the group, and then the top two go to the knockout stages. So we're in. A, so Australia is in a group with France, Peru, and Denmark. Now, sadly, out of all those countries, Australia does have the lowest rate. Um, of, of do you think we'll make it? We almost won a World Cup, didn't we? No. Well, we got to the top sixteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we had the referee stuff us up. Oh yeah. Well, look, yeah. being Italian, it's sort of a mixed bag for me, but um. That's when Italy won the World Cup in 2006. But look at it. Italy's not in this World Cup. They got uh, beaten by... Do you know, out of all the countries in the world, I know the World Cup's a really big thing, but in Australia, it's not necessarily a big thing, it is, right? It definitely has been growing. Uh, yeah, but compared to when when I was in Vietnam it's and amazing. saw like the under... It was the under-21s. Yeah, that's right. And everyone was going crazy on the streets. Yeah. I'm like, imagine if Vietnam yeah. or any country, like any... Other country that's got a team in the World Cup, then people will be on the streets to watch. I, this. I was actually in England when just after or Paris, just after Germany won the World Cup last time, Ooh. and it was like even then it was pretty. That would insane. have been intense. It was intense, really intense. But like I said, France is one of the favourites to win the World Cup. They're at about I think five dollars fifty or seven dollars fifty or so for winning the World Cup. So if you're going to put a bet on them, I'd yeah put ten bucks on that for sure. Australia is at 301 okay. to one, so not very good odds. Peru, who's also in our group, is 150 bucks, and Denmark's at 101 But uh, I, look, I would love to see Australia beat France or even get a draw with France. That would actually be a really good outcome for us because France's team is fantastic. I would, I'm would. i going to say 
make a real brash statement and go, Australia is going to make, is going to, you know, be very good in this group and they're actually going to get through to the top 16. Whether Ooh. they beat the next team in the top 16, because we will probably play people from group D and that means we'll, if we come second, we play the person that comes first in group D. Yeah, okay. And that means we play Argentina. <laughs> yeah, we're and, fucked there. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, so that's pretty good. We might do a Steve Bradbury. We well, might. We just know. might. You never know. If we can knock out, you know, if we go through and knock out Argentina out of the World Cup, which has one of the greatest players of all time, Leo Messi, and it, that'd be fa- incredible for Australia, incredible for the world, but it's one of those things. But the but uh, if anyone is really wanting to get into the World Cup and watch a whole bunch of games, um, Group F is the group of death, in my opinion. Now, the group of death uh, within the World Cup, setting mm. just means it has all the team all the teams in it are gonna should if they weren't in the same group together would go very far right like, okay yeah, yeah yeah so like who's in that one so germany yeah <laughs> who uh have never not got out of the group stage yeah ever, okay. in their history yeah, ever yeah and have always been in the top eight okay never not so they always go through the group they always do the top 16 they pick that team and always in the top eight Right, okay. And in the last uh, four World Cups, they've played in f- two of them and yeah. got to the semi-finals of the other two. Okay. So, pretty so, good so record. So, Germany's got good good odds. Good odds. Yeah. yeah. I think they're one of the favourites with Brazil and France to win the World Cup. Then there's Mexico, who's actually a very good team at the moment. So is Sweden, another very good team. And South Korea is the Asian team in that group. And they are also very, very strong. So that's the group of death. You're going to watch any of the games. Definitely watch any of the ones with Germany, Mexico, Sweden, or South Korea. Anyone from that group. That will be some really fun, really exciting games to watch. I'm going to try and catch one of the Germany games because they're they're always a pleasure to watch. Because they're on at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, so Australian yeah. times aren't too bad. They're sort of in the in the evenings, maybe like 1 o'clock. So maybe like on a weekend, like a Saturday night, I'll stay up and just watch a game or wake up early like on a Sunday morning and watch like a four o'clock game and then head what, back to What bed. time is the game for Saturday? The game on Saturday, the kickoff is officially at eight o'clock. Yep. But uh, pre-commentary and stuff like that, it's about seven. So okay. I'll start watching that. Order some That's a very reasonable time. Yeah, it's pretty good for us Australians. That's a good, us Australians. But Kieran, I think we'll end on one more, one more little article here and then... Uh, well, I do, I do, I do have another one. Oh, you have one. All I right. do have another one. And well, I'll finish off on my one I, then. I, I, then, we'll, uh, then, we'll list, then we'll listen to our listener uh, wanker rant because Ooh. we do have one in from a, from a very, very special guest. Oh, excellent. Um, world record orgy attempt falls short in Las Vegas. <laughs> How? <laughs> Sorry, I did that while you're drinking the scotch. Which tonight's sponsor is Shivers Regal eighteen gold signature. That Shivers Regal eighteen gold signature. It is delicious. All right, so yes, uh, world record orgy attempt falls short in Las Vegas. For all the fanfare leading up to the June second attempt to break the record for the world's biggest orgy, the main event of Sin City Eight Adults Only Weekender didn't quite attract the expected amount of participants. Now, I'm not sure about you, but yep. it's a sort of common fact um, that if you have 100 people register for an event, about, about 50%, no, about 35% yeah. turn up. Okay. That's, that it doesn't matter what the event is. Yeah. It's sort of, it's, that's a consistent, well, especially, especially like on a Facebook event. Yeah. That's a, that's a very consistent figure, right? Um, so despite having more than a thousand registrants, uh, only 
375 of them made it to the there Green go, Door Sex Club. 30, yep, 30, 35%. Yep. Uh, to break an unofficial record established in 2006 when 500 participants gathered in Japan. So they're very disappointed that they didn't beat the world record. The Jeez. world record. Yeah, that must be pretty disappointing. Like that, you would think that would be a very easy record to break because like you, you just contact all the swingers clubs and just go, "Hey, we're doing this." And does that mean everyone has to have something like you know, everyone has to be in the room together, or do they all have to be doing something? <laughs> Uh, like, do you have we'll, to have a finger in someone or we'll do you have, have to, to have we'll, a finger inside you for it to count? <laughs> we'll have to speak to the Guinness World Record, won't we? Well, it said the the Japanese one is unofficial. Ah. So, uh, is that even in the Guinness World Record? I, 500. Don't so I don't a know. Real, that's a real question. That, that, we can, that, that is. You know what? I, I'm going to... We, we only do one take podcast. <laughs> as soon as we finish this uh, episode, it's going to send them a message... Asking to find Asking out. Asking to find out. Fair enough. I think you should do that while we All do right. some other fun stuff. Uh, well, speaking of fun stuff, I yes. know you like to buy things. Okay. Because you're, you know, you're rich and you like to buy stupid shit. That's just the way it goes when yeah, you're rich. That's fair enough. Um, do you know the band Kiss? Yes, I do. Now they are notorious for having the worst merch, uh, every merchandising anything and everything they can put their name on, and they're finally doing it. You can now go around and buy Kiss toilet paper. Oh, <laughs> so yep, that's it. So the the base, uh, the base, uh, base player of the band, um, Gene Simmons, mm-hmm. has come out and said, "Yep, you can buy Kiss toilet paper. It's available uh, on their website and a whole bunch of other places." And um, his his statement about it says that uh, if you're gonna do anything, why not sit on my face? <laughs> <laughs> Because there's also oh sorry and, and also toilet seat covers as well, so you can. Well, maybe they could bring them to the swingers club. Uh, sorry, the the next world record attempt. Well, funny you say that because I brought in some other fun kiss merchandise that you can buy, and one of those are kiss condoms. So if you're in the mood for love and you don't want to get your lady pregnant, um, protect your boys with Gene Simmons and friends. The kiss condom was introduced in 2002. These tongue lubricated rubbers. Come in various varieties such as love gun protection, tongue lubricated, and studded paw. All those are references to obviously wow. songs. They also have Mount Kissmore, which is a a figure to display for the cabinet. So instead of Mount Rushmore with all the presidents' faces, it has all the members of Kiss in there. You can buy and put on your shelf, which is lovely. And this is my favorite one. Like you know, Kiss condoms pretty funny, but the final one you can buy is a Kiss casket. So if you want to party like a rock star and be buried like one too, you now you can do that in two in the mid two thousands. Um, the Pantera guitarist Dimebag Daryl, who passed away in a shooting accident, very horrible, was actually buried in a casket with the Kiss logos all over it, Ooh. which is which is something else you can actually buy and use for your own personal. And uh, and apparently at one time Gene Simmons, who's notorious for trying to trademark, do a whole bunch of stuff, said the Kiss casket, if you did buy one, could also be served as a giant Kiss cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so with all of this in mind, Kieran... Well, you could use it as a cooler until you needed it. That's right, yeah. Just keep your body on ice like uh, Walt Disney. <laughs> now, Kieran, with all of this in mind, I do have to bring something up. Where the fuck are the spoons? <laughs> 
Um, that is a, next trip I go over to Vietnam, I'll be able to pick them up. They're, um, I didn't really want. I, I didn't think of the spoons until I read this article. <laughs> yeah. I thought, Jesus Christ, we need our wheel two on take podcast spoons. See, the interesting thing about Vietnam is things get lost in translation. Uh-huh. Um, and how many lady boys? How many? Lady- no, that's Thailand. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> my dear friend, I was sort of going on this sort of business venture of going. Um, oh, I could get nurses' scrubs made. Right, like because because my family are nurses and they were complaining how much it costs and I was wondering oh I'll get one I'll bring their their uniform over and I'll get it tailored because I've got suits tailored there yeah. before you know what I mean like cost a couple of bucks I, and that's it you know but let's get one that so, so if they can do it and work it and then we can th- think about how we're going to pr- progress with this right um so I left it there with people that I know and one of my friends who's Vietnamese who you know lives here in Melbourne and speaks English things have been lost in translation with that they the scrubs of my family right um hers is still over there yeah with the copy that's been made yep right and I've had to then go buy them more scrubs because they haven't been delivered yet uh-huh so we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. I, it's just c- communication is very interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited. So I, I think next time I go over, I I think Hung said that they have this. He didn't understand why we wanted the spoons, and spoons have been made, and they're now with his family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How many pieces of cutlery do you need here? And that's the real question. That. <laughs> um. So. Uh. Yeah. And that's where we're up with the update on the spoons. That's very exciting. Oh, well, Kieran, I think that might be... I do, actually, you know, I do have one more. Do you want to do a quick uh, Florida Man update? Uh, give me a Florida uh, Man look, update. I only, I only bought this one in because I love the headline and the story is pretty good too. Uh, Florida Man stopped street fight by running everyone over. It was just a typical 3 a.m. street fight outside of a bar in Tampa until Florida Man went and ran everybody over. In the surveillance video, you can see a group of guys fighting around a Nissan parked against the curb. According to Tampa's Fox 13, the driver was involved in the fight and tried to leave, but failed to complete a U-turn in the narrow street. It is unknown whether the driver was trying to drive into the brawl group or was mistaken that the car wasn't in reverse when he punched the throttle and drove uh, and drove one fighter straight through the front window of the bad monkey bar. <laughs> Crazy. After, after the incident, the driver fled the scene and the man uh, who was driven to the bus suffered a minor leg and head injury and the bar was stuck with $15,000 in damages. Oh, shit. And, uh, you know, uh, intention... And this is how this article ends. Intentional or not, you just can't run over a couple of guys. Not even in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh, but, Kieran, thank you so much for another fantastic episode. I don't know how we My do this My pleasure. Week. And uh, I don't know how we're going to get this out on time because uh, little does everyone know the day that we're actually recording and putting this out. Nonetheless, everybody, if you make sure you please follow us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on YouTube, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, That's for all your wanker needs. Make sure you get onto our our We Only Do One Take podcast Facebook group as well because I post a whole bunch of stuff there. Uh, And if you'd like to email us or send us a rant... Which we do have this uh, this, uh, this episode after the. I'm looking forward to this rant. It's a good rant. I feel like I've dug into him a bit, Uh, and I feel like I might (laughs) cop it. 
is that is that a is that an, a fair assessment? Uh well, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you can always email us at the we only do one take podcast at gmail Kieran, thank you so much for another great episode, and we will see all you lovely wankers next, next week Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I'm going to back you up on that one, Turch. This is... You know what? I, sometimes... I would expect someone from Sydney to probably be a little bit more intelligent with their I rants. I was going to say, this is not the greatest of... I, I, I'm very happy you sent one in. And I, think he, could sure, s- I, I think he could send another one I in. think he's very good saying, like, you know, we don't call it, you know, we just call it a hot dog. We don't call it a hot dog and bun. But again, a bun is only one. There's no, like, you don't put, you don't call it a sandwich. You don't call it, like, a hot dog sandwich. You call it a, a hot dog. But I think you're right. I, th- I think we're right here in saying it's called a sausage bread because it's one slice of bread. Mm-hmm. It's not a sandwich which yep. requires two, two slices. slices of bread. Yeah. It's like, where do you, how far do you go? Do you call like a, a pizza a sandwich? No. Well, if you've got two slices of pizzas and put them on top of each other. No, it's a calzone. Oh, is, yeah. that, is that what a calzone is? That's what a calzone is. I've lived my life for 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> not realising. <laughs> I've seen that. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I'm not ordering that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Now that I know that, I'm going to order that. Yeah, it's nice. You should, you should have more vegetables in it than anything else. They don't really... Are you shitting me? You've got one slice of pizza, then you put another slice of Well, they pizza. usually like pack it in a bit more, so it's a bit more filling. Like yeah. Almost like a pasty, I guess, but like an Italian version that's actually really good. But that's delicious. a... Cal- oh, it's really good. I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I fucking... I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs>